Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Friday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is May 26th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, I'm uh, I'm doing okay. I'm not gonna lie. I uh, I I hurt my neck today. I was just stretching. I was in the shed, been logging lots of shed hours uh, the last week or so. Was stretching, and just I can I can barely move my head now. Um, I'm sorry to hear that. That's terrible. I'm really rethinking my whole sh- setup in the shed. I feel like I might need like a standing desk. I don't know. Oh yeah. But I, I'm not yeah. feel. I'm not. I'm not 100. I'm not gonna lie. If I, I was thinking about WDing with an injury from this podcast, but you know oh, we've got on. Michael Block to cover, and um, you know we're he's getting Tiger treatment on the Golf Channel as we speak. T- tiger treatment. Literally three over every shot single shot. shot. Is being showed. I, I didn't. I wasn't prepared for this. I wasn't. I didn't know that this was even possible. To be completely honest, and I, I think I finally rationalized what this is. Um, the right comp for what's going on with Michael Block, and um, and I can't believe that golf is 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 doing this. What's the right cop? What do you mean? Michael Block is a double A, a 15 year double A vet. Just been in the minors forever. He's had a couple. Probably a triple A at that point. Because double yeah, A is like where actual prospects okay, play. Triple, he's a triple A digs. player. Yeah. Just a wily veteran okay. in triple A. He's had a few cups of coffee. He's played in 25 PGA Tour events. This is the thing about this whole story. That, like, I just don't understand. This is what I can't wrap my head around. He's played 25 times on the PGA Tour. He's made five cuts. So, so that's so he's a triple A player. He's, he's been around. Seen some uh, action a little bit. <laughs> September call up here yeah, well, and there. Not for a, but he got called up for a big series with the, with the crosstown rival and he exploded. Just went like nuts. Four homers in three games <laughs> yes. or something like that. Yeah. This is what happened, but he's still a triple A player. <laughs> Nothing's changed. He just got a hot weekend. And we're covering him like he's Otani or Mike Trout or Aaron Judge chasing, chasing down a record. And I don't know what's going on. He had 30, 30 interviews. Hey, 30 interviews in a three-day period. Well, we saw them. We saw them on McAfee. We saw them at Sports Center. We saw them on Jim Rome. We saw them on everything. Everything. Uh, I mean, he's he's got representation, WME, William Morris Endeavor. Apparently, he's, you know, putting putting the word out that he's available quite quite persistently um, with, with many outlets. 
Um, but yeah, he's available. Like he's getting his shine. Like, look. I would say he went like I don't have any don't problem know. with him going out and getting it shine. Yeah. This is more speaking to golf. He, what are we doing? They're doing well, they're so base. So base. So easy. So easily just spun up. And like, of course, you know, we are called like, you know, a-holes and cynics. I'm not hating. I'm not raining on his parade. I'm not upset that he has gone out and done this and he's getting, there's many, there's actual worse bad people who capitalize and make a lot of money off of 15 minutes of fame. He earned his deal. He earned it. Like he played his ass off. He played and performed and it was, you know, kismet. It was incredible. Hole in one. I am not raining on that parade. It is sort of the breathless coverage and the incessant, insatiable sort of appetite of the media to to put him everywhere. And also, we're sort of selling this guy as like, like I don't know, some kid off the street who took a lesson last yes. week and somehow cobbled together a few 70 rounds, which, which... You know, he kind of played into. That's where I would sort of get it. He played into it with the what? No, come on. Am I really? Did I really hit the green? Which does not exactly jive with some of the comments he made this week on something called the Ripper Magoo podcast, which I'll play for us now. Does not jive with sort of the incredulity at hitting the green last week. The, oh my God, did I find the club face on that? Because quite honestly, that, that just doesn't seem to match up with some of these comments. Let me get this out here. So what's the difference between his game on, would you, I mean, you assume that Rory is a better golf than you are? No. He's a lot longer than I am. That's what it is. Okay, so that's the, the length is the big thing. Oh my God. What I would shoot from where Rory hits it would be stupid. I, 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 think be, I think I'd be one of the best players in the world. How really? Hands down. Really? Oh, if I had if I had that stupid length, I all all day. My 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 iron game, wedge game, around the greens, and my putting is 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 world class. Well, that's the Ripper Magoo podcast. I want to cite again. Ripper Magoo is the Bob Woodward of this Michael Block sort of explosion. You know what comes with twenty five starts on the PGA Tour, Andy? Statistics. A little bit of sample size. <laughs> Some cross tabs. We can look. I'm not saying it's years of data, but we can look into this world class, this hands down, hands down, really, hands down, hands down, the certitude. So people come push back, and now people are somehow trying to excuse this as a sane sort of statement, not diluted at all. Like, isn't that the right mindset you have to take to finish T15 and the PGA? It's like, yeah, maybe, but then don't act, spend all week like you're you're kind of, uh, you know, dumbstruck that you found the center of the club face. It's one or the other, you know? So that was an act then. That was an act if, if you're doing that the whole week. And he leaned into it and he played it up. I am not mad at anything, Michael Block. It's just sort of the the, the people trying to say that, that that's actually not that crazy a statement. It's like, come on, we do not need to jump through hoops to make Michael Block God at all times. That's an absurd statement. If he refuses to acknowledge 
that Rory's better than him. He refuses to know he's a lot longer than me. Guy played 18 holes with Rory, who beat him head to head. He won't acknowledge that he's better. The guy, the best player of the last, whatever, 10 years per your own uh, rankings, or post-Tiger, whatever it was, post-Tiger, he's a lot longer than me. Well, this is a little bit of a, I don't know if that was WME coaching, a little bit of trickeration, fun with words. I'm not saying we canceled Michael Block or anything for these comments, but it's it's absurd. It doesn't, it should, should, you know, engender some scrutiny. Um, <laughs> Do you look at the stats? I, you get into those cross yeah, tabs? Yeah, some people. gained around the green. It's not pretty. The, the stats world class the stats tell i mean last week he had a career week and the stats would would veil out you know play out that he's not world class approach around the green and on the green he had good weeks there but let six, let me just six strokes putting gain six strokes let putting. me just like i just think that this is like probably the most the critical michael block point here golf is not an event um sport an endeavor Greatness in golf and who's a PGA tour player and who's a um, good section player. Great. I mean, all time great section player, Michael Block. But th- yeah. the difference between that and a PGA tour player is played out over series, dozens of events. Michael Block Year. can beat good players. He's a very good player. He cannot beat them consistently on a wide range of golf courses. And he had a great week last week, and it it was an amazing story. But the thing about the Michael Block story is that there are diminishing returns. Every time he tees it up, it becomes less of a story. This would have been a really beautiful story had it ended last week, and we got to reboot it um, come the PGA next year. Or if he mm-hmm. or if he qualified, if he got out of sectional qualifying into the U.S. Open, or if he Monday qualifies into an event, or if he earns a spot in in an event through a um, you know, winning his section like he's done years for number of years in Southern California. Dennis Riviera, yeah. he's won Riviera. Yeah. yeah. So this is yeah. these yeah. are wonderful like tie-ins, right? Or if he goes to Q School. It gets through Q school and like, but like the problem with this story is when he's just awarded it, you lose the actual fabric of the story. And I, I, this whole, like that whole comment on the Ripper Magoo, it's just kind of crazy in the sense of like, I get confidence. I get understanding, you know, who you are, but there's also like, to a certain extent, like you had one good week and you're acting like those guys haven't kicked your ass your entire fucking Hands career. Down. Hands down. And like the thing is what he's talking about, world-class approach play, world-class um, around. around the greens, world-class putting. You know who he's describing? Luke Donald. Luke Donald was short and crooked. And it got to world number the number one in the world because he was actually world class. World class. <laughs> and let me tell you, that's not Luke Donald. 
That's a 46-year-old really good player. He's really good. I have no doubt that he could go contend on like the the senior tour. He can play. He can make cuts on the PGA Tour. But there are thousands of people who can make cuts on the PGA Tour. And he had a great week. And I'm not taking anything away from the week. I'm actually cr- impressed that he could even do 30 interviews in a week. That sounds awful as somebody who conducts interviews for their livelihood. Unquenchable. Unquenchable. That is an yeah. insane number. He's great. He's a great showman. He's a great personality. That's what made that first walking doc pop for me. But just be sensible about it. With, with the dichotomy here where like you're a hater, if you're not like no one's hating. Just, just we didn't just lose. Our, I didn't lose my mind. I was, I, I, I wouldn't say I was skeptical, but I had a little bit of sense about it. He was a showman. He was leaning into it, and this larger golf media ecosystem sunk their teeth into it. Do I, I, I think it's an amazing story, but I, the dichotomy of like suggesting you don't, you're not about it all, t- all the time, twenty four seven. Then you're a hater is, is well, silly. And now the the storyline is like. How he is tired from last week and all the media. And that's why he's playing poorly. That's the story as to why he's no four over. He had, this was all a choice. Life is full of choices. You got an exemption of a lifetime, a free spot. Guess what? If I wanted to take advantage of my free spot and I really knew I was as good as all those guys. You know what I wouldn't be doing? 30 fucking interviews. <laughs> and that's it. Well, I'm that's, done. There's there's holes in the thing. Yeah. I'm happy for him. He's get, he's got raising canes on one sleeve, Corbridge Financial Your on guy, the other. Then Nike shirts gone. Corbridge <laughs> is on the bag. Corbridge is they They've they, they, they need they need they had to chip off after the <laughs> shine he brought that company last week. So I'm like I'm happy like I am not mad he's getting he's up a hundred couple hundred thousand followers on Instagram, all this stuff. 46-year-old, been doing it. He's got kids in the game. Like I'm I'm happy for him. I'm not gonna doubt any of his credentials as a club anything. So I'm happy for him. I saw he switched to the Canadian uh, Canada qualifying because he's got to go up there. I just think, you know, it's it's gonna come crashing hard. Those comments on the Ripper Magoo podcast were the start. The scores might not be pretty. And like same people have milked them last week for every little social media, TV, website hit, juice, traffic, whatever you could name, are going to do the same thing on the way down. And that's what's bullshit. All the same people who are just rushing to capitalize on block. Good, bu- good bad, and different. Hey, uh, just a quick update. World class, uh, the world class uh, wedge player around the green player has lost uh, two shots to the field so far in the round around the greens. Just just an update. You know, he's world-class off the concrete bridge. That was an amazing that was that. an amazing shot. I have to say, he is a showman. Oh, he's pandering <laughs> to the TCU it's fans. Insane. Doing the horn frog. He does hand just thing. turn into the crowd after every shot. He's, I mean, so listen, I do not, this is not like a super, it's just we need to have some reality about this. <laughs> oh, when that clip dropped on Thursday, Wednesday night, people, 
the response was pretty angry. Uh, pretty one side. All right, where do so. we go from here? Do we go to Claude Harvey? We go from there to do an ad read for our old friends. Another Sal- Southern California cool Michael Block style. I don't want to. I, I I don't know if he's an official endorser. You have to get to WME for that. But our good friends at Gooder sunglasses are back. It's sunglass season. Memorial Day weekend. Our pool is open. I'm gonna be up there this weekend. I've got three Gooders in the in the rotation. I've got the the Mitch Jaggers, whatever midnight something. I've got the. T- the Tour de France ones, I didn't realize were Tour de France glasses. I just like the blue and yellow. And I've got, I'm sorry to say, you can't get these on their website. Masters. They got them at Masters. Had some sick, sick gooders. Which one out did you out get at the Masters? Stand. You didn't tell me. The badges. Got the, badges. the badges. I got the badges. Yeah. yeah. How about that? Gooder partnered with the Masters. You could buy gooders they're supposed to at the Masters. That. Yeah. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Cool. I couldn't believe my eyes. And I quickly purchased a couple. That's what I've been rocking. I've, I've been rocking the pimento cheese sandwiches from from oh, uh, wow. there. But I there also have some of the OGs. Um, you know, I have the uh, the Bosley Bassett Hound Dreams. I really like those. The, the great thing about these, they're $25 sunglasses for the most part. They have a few different price points. But... They are uh, high quality shades for not a huge cost. So, you know, you can have a plethora of them. I have them sprinkled. I have a pair in my golf bag. I've got a pair in my car. I've got a pair uh, just sitting by my front door in case I go for a walk. They are all over the place. So, you know, it's never in my life. I have a pair in my backpack. You know, if, if it's sunny, I am usually only a few steps away from a pair of sunglasses. And that's the beauty of Gooders. I noticed Blocky's a backpack boy. He's walking around. I mean, he's on camera. He's like Truman show. He's been on camera all week, but he's kind of, kind of schlepping around this backpack. You don't see that. Maybe he is a man of the people in that regard. You don't see too many guys walking around with the, the backpack of oversized, like it's jammed with the first day of school books. But yes, one year warranty, 30 day free returns, no slip, uh, no bounce. Uh, you can run in them if you want. You can exercise with them. You can play golf in them. 100% polarized, lightweight, comfortable. My wife has three or four. These are like everywhere now. Easy for us to sell. <laughs> Not the hardest product to convince you to, to check out. You go to gooder.com slash SGS and use the code SGS. You get free shipping. This is for SGS listeners. You, Shotgun Start listeners. You go to gooder.com slash SGS. Use the code SGS for free Shipping, I think this is the time to stock up, right? Memorial Day weekend, sunny season is uh, hitting. Uh, thanks to them for sponsoring again. You want to hit Claude Harmon, the third? I guess that's a, a reasonable place. We're still doing PGA cleanup here, effectively. Okay. Um, what do you want to do? I wrote a thousand words for this, for the Friday newsletter, which is a lot. Um, I tried to be fair and balanced to what was the kind of... This is an Adam Schupach interview, and he just went off. Adam did? No. Claude. Or Claude. I know. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, it's kind of just printed in like block quotes, which I found to be a question, an interesting decision. Because he's just letting, giving him the floor to say a lot of stuff that not all of it is necessarily accurate or sensible, but it was... You know, shared far and wide. I'm sure the traffic was substantial and it was aggregated everywhere. This was 
I've heard a couple stories now about Claude was worked up. He was up there last Sunday. You know, his guys win in the major. Claude has always never been shy to talk to the media. Off the record, on the record, he's he's likes to talk. He's ha- which is great. It's that's a good thing. But I mean, he was strutting. He was feeling himself last week. His guy's doing well, and he decides to unload on everything. Mostly anti-live backlash. Will Zalatoris caught astray. Tom Watson, this 2014 captaincy got, you know, the old man got dragged one more time. But it was mostly anti-live, anti-live, anti-anti-live coverage. You know, notably Brandel Chambly, NBC, Eamon Lynch thrown in there. Um, yeah, and like the narr- against the narrative that Brooks was washed up. And that most of the competition on live is washed up. A lot of a lot of bad analogies about Tiger, um, Tiger taking the money up front, like you know, getting guaranteed money. Like uh, there's just like a lot of break stuff, uh, places where this stuff breaks down. Like Tiger obviously getting money from Nike, flying on Nike's plane, is like an endorsement deal. They all get that. Like that's they all get guaranteed money in that form. It's not, and I'd. I push back. I think NBC has a has a responsibility when they go to like they they're hyping the Olympics being held in by some pretty bad people. They have a responsibility to speak out on that. I don't know that they, they do it enough. So I, I don't know that he's like totally baseless there, but he's comparing it to taking a paycheck from the head of state <laughs> to work on behalf more or less for Saudi Arabia versus like a golf commentator working for a network that contracts with the IOC that then takes it to a country that's maybe not a great place. Like the analogy just breaks down. I'm sorry. It's a whataboutism that that breaks down. It doesn't, it's not one-to-one. And the same goes for the guaranteed money stuff. Um, One more thing I'd punch a hole in, in the substance. Like the narrative was that a lot of these guys were washed up because they told us themselves, like not that, stark terms, but Ian Poulter in full swing. Lee Westwood, who's like, I'd be crazy. I'm 48. I don't have much time left. This is a windfall. Brooks at the Masters saying he might, you know, if my health were like this last year, it would have been a much harder decision or different decision. So this wasn't some like narrative propagated by the media. A lot of the people told us this themselves. And this was prior to the, them signing Cam Smith and others. So like it's gotten stronger with by the end of last year. I just think like this was Claude. He's an excitable boy. He starts chatting and he was firing from the hip. Do you have any reaction, Andy? Yeah. Um, I, I agree with a lot of what you said. I think, um, I think there's like, like anything, there's a lot of half truths in this, right? Where certain things are, are, uh, what, you know, I'm, I'm block tracking. There's another bogey. Uh, really? And, uh, five, five over, over. Four over. Um, <laughs> you're just as complicit block tracker block ahead you're getting mad at the golf channel showing every shot and you're block tracking and you should be talking about claude harm yeah Go i ahead. think I, but i think there's some truth in in some of this stuff what's because, what's the truth of it? i think what, that like that a lot of people have been propped up as stars that aren't really stars um you know, I think I think he has. Think that was the thrust of his argument. No, Zalatoris. I well, I I I don't know. I think Zalatoris is a great player. I think he's uh, you know, a fantastic major championship player and one that I hope, 
I hope we, I hope he comes back and we get to see uh, peak major Zalatoris and peak Brooks Zalatoris going at it. You know, that would be a, a pretty fun final round. But I do agree. Like there are a lot of guys that are now top 15 players of the world that are getting this star treatment that are, uh, you know, there because DJ and Joaquin Neiman and Cam Smith and, you know, other guys, Brooks aren't there. Bryson aren't there. Like there is like an adjustment to the world rankings that needs needs to be understood that being in the top 15 isn't necessarily really being in the top 15. I think one of the things that's added to this is that the tours significantly change their structure. Um, one of the things that's changed um, in the last couple of years is, is the way they, the sponsorships work. And, you know, there's a lot more big sponsorships available for big players. And that's been one of the ways that they've kind of fought back with live. So you're seeing more sponsors on these you know, maybe not full blown stars, but, you know, up and coming players on the PGA tour. So I think that is where this stems from. I don't think it, it, I don't think he was trying to blast them. I think that they're just looking at, and there might be some envy uh, from the live players. If I'm reading into it, hit about what's happened with the tour and how good some of the tour guys have it. I'm just what these guys just took a guarantee. To, like what is envy? Like get the get the hell out of here! Don't be such a pansy. You just took like a sixty million dollar. I, I don't know who the, that's you're, just you're saying. You're suggested. I'm not saying we have anyone. That's just doing what that. that's what are, I feel like is coming out of the words. Like why you, all? Like what, if you were all happy, if everything was hunky dory on the live tour, and like everybody's happy, I just took a shitload of cash. These comments wouldn't happen. These comments happen yeah. because there's insecurity. Well, then just you should be going and doing your own thing and you're playing for $25 million every week or not, you know, when you play and you've got a guaranteed bucket of cash. Like, I don't understand why, like I get him. I don't necessarily think he had a, a strong argument, but I get him railing against like whatever coverage. I, I mean, I personally like, I think Brandel gets lost in the sauce sometimes, you know, and it gets like it, it, on some of the points on this. And um, if I had to guess, and here's what I wrote for the newsletter, I won't say it word for word, but like set aside the substance. I think he was just worked up on Sunday and he regrets it now in a quieter and calmer time that he went nuts or not when went off with this length. Cause he like swerved out of his way to make an enemy of, of everyone. Well, Amen and, Brandel, obviously, Play. NBC. Will you know, he, he loves the sound of his own Max voice. Zalatoris, Tom Watson, <laughs> Max Homa. Uh, NBC, like, I'm not saying he would work there, but he loves to do TV. And that's done. He probably regrets going at them. Liv, I would be, I would be kind of, I would think Liv is probably not super thrilled that this became a predominant story in the afterglow of one of its ma- players winning a major. Because Liv, we know... From that mix-up in, in Australia, when someone made a comment about Jay Monahan, they went out of their way to say we were trying to be much less confrontational press conferences this year. Liv, does, Liv has taken a tone, I think, to its credit, to its betterment. It's much better than last year of like, let's take it easy. Let's not do the very confrontational PGA Tour sucks for this or 
Like you guys suck for like they are just kind of and I think it's working. Their players are you're getting a lot less of these sort of hateable moments or 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 kind of viral moments for the wrong reasons. So I don't think they're super thrilled about some of these arguments. I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm just guessing. I know Brooks is thrilled. Brooks who goes out of his way to make sure like his win is not used as a proxy for the live thing, live PGA tour battle now has every headline. It's not Claude Harmon. It's Brooks Kepka's coach is what's in every headline. So Brooks's name is on all these articles in the headline before it says Claude. Harmon. Well, Brooks has that going on. He's got the triumph of the peas. The peas are playing well, but then he's, he's, you know, this is the ultimate Brooks Kepka win because he's overshadowed by a club pro. Finished fifteenth. He's gonna go to the U.S. Open coach. with a chip on his shoulder. Nobody was talking about my about fifth stuff. major. I didn't really understand the Verlander analogy. I was very confused by that. I, it didn't make sense. I, I know he's trying to say guaranteed money, but anyway. it'd be like if Justin Verlander <laughs> left the major leagues and went and played in like a Japan league. Yeah, <laughs> that he didn't. I that analogy got, didn't work. I somewhat got where he was going with NASCAR versus F1, kind of, although I think to suggest that Liv has some totally different demographic or, or audience than just like a PGA Tour one is probably put... Uh, have you, you have know, you reach. met a Liv, a Liv fan that wasn't a golf fan before they watched Liv? Right. 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 Um, I, you anyways, know, I just, that, I just w- I went and wa- I turned on the CW and I watched this thing called Live Golf, and I'm really into golf now. Said <laughs> no one ever. Ah, uh, yeah, it's the same. It's it's probably a very similar demographic, at least right now. So, uh, Brandel is a paid actor. It's ridiculous. How about Brandel's replies? I. You know, I I needed my thesaurus. I I was I, I couldn't keep up. But I, you know, Brandel is very principled on this. It seems you know he's he's very strident and and you know not wavering. So, but he lost me at Farago's of what about ism. I was like struggling to keep up. But um, all right, that does it for Block. That does it for uh, Claude. Right? You need anything else on Claude? Break that down, Adam Schubach. That's kind of another. Lasting tentacle of the PGA. Um, Wake Forest wins the women's NCAA championship. Congrats to them. How about USC knocking uh, off Stanford on the way? In the semis. Yeah. Yeah. I did not realize Milia Migliaccio was still doing it. It's like a Drew Timmy situation. The gap that year. Good for she, her. Her she took Rachel, a gap year. Rachel Keene. <laughs> yeah. Lady Swan. I feel like she's been on TV the entire time that the NCAAs has been on TV. Like, I I remember early in the Friday going (laughs) to cover the NCAAs when it was at Dick Carvis Farms. And I swear, I swear that she was on Wake Forest then. You know, it's just been like a, Uh, the entire existence (laughs) of my company has been uh, Amelia Migliaccio's college career. This is not a shot of it. I, this is, this is the reality of college athletics sometimes. Yep. Congrats to them. Rachel Keene, well in the coach and Lauren Walsh. That that was a good, good run. I mean, they kind of crushed in the, in the finals against SC. Um, How about Phil? Little whip around Friday. Phil tweets that, Someone was hollering at him, but about CBS, kind of not, 
you know, just covering them enough on the weekend. He goes, ah, that doesn't surprise me. They also threw me out of their fantasy football league, but maybe they had to make it even. Which is kind of spicy, also amusing. You know, they always talk about how he does fantasy football with like Nance and producers and stuff. Apparently, sources telling me he was, as you could imagine, extremely engaged in this league, like constant. Guy is like a bazillionaire professional athlete, so much on his mind. He said there was like intense on like waiver wires, trade proposals, just roster moves. Very, very into this fantasy football league, but he's apparently been thrown out of that. Another whip around. Unsubstantiated rumor Friday, but from a, a source who's in the golfer area. We'll see if it comes to fruition. Apparently, there may be a separate segment from uh, elevated events. We're now, we're now, there's a category within the category. Is it called? That's the best. Called legacy events. This could come to fruition, which will maintain cuts. It could be Jack, Bay Hill, Memorial Bay Hill, and Riviera. Could become something called legacy events, where cuts, they're designated events, but with cuts. And I guess presumably a larger field, maybe not. Maybe, you know, 80 in a cut to top, you know, a master's type scenario. I like that. Um, but like... <laughs> Like, what are we doing here? Legacy, do you think, designated. Do you think you get extra Comcast business tour top 10 points? I, I don't think you get anything except a cut. I think Jack gets his cut. Tiger gets his cut. And, uh, you know, the Palmer family. Sam Saunders gets his cut at Bay Hill. I, I don't know. But, yes, Rumor Friday. So, legacy events could be a thing that cleaves out uh, Jack's demands. Uh, I think that does it. Should we do an ad read for our friends at the Athletic Greens? Hey, Big. real quick, you know, the, you want a yeah. little Riverville? I guess that Arnold Palmer yeah. design oh, is now like putting in some contracts that Sam Saunders like takes over design, like has like the. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> How about that? That's interesting. That's the interesting. Fam- family business. It's it's uh. So maybe Sam Saunders uh, is going to jump into the design world. I mean, that's his, I know he's trying to play. It's still trying. I think one last year, maybe. Of yeah. Playing. So yeah. I, I yeah, like TV, him in the booth. Like, yeah. I thought he was good in the booth. Yeah, I did too. He did Zozo and stuff. Uh, so let's do a friend, uh, Sam Saunders. Uh, there's no good segue from Sam Saunders to Athletic Greens. I'm a professional, but I'm not that professional. Athletic Greens. Well, he, be a, he lives in Colorado. Be a, I bet he's he's athletic and there's some <laughs> green shrubbery around. Well, that sounds like an onerous task to make all that. Make sure you got the nutrients. That's why you go to AG1 by Athletic Greens. And they'll do the work for you, Sam. You don't go in the shrubbery, as Andy called it. Uh, you got a long weekend ahead. Probably going to be some unhealthy habits, some unhealthy, you know, maybe there's full of activities, barbecues, maybe some adult beverages, use sports everywhere. It's just going to be a busy weekend. Start every day correctly, properly. Know that you're getting some of the nutrients, the supplements you need by going to uh, taking your AG1 by Athletic Greens. It's a foundational nutrition drink to take every morning, supports the immune system. Uh, We've set it up as kind of a ritual, morning ritual. And it's that foundational nutrition drink to get your day started. You go to athleticgreens.com slash, is it shotgun start or shotgun? Shotgun. It's, it's shotgun, just shotgun, right? 
We've been reading the URL wrong for three, four, five months. Go to athleticgreens.com slash shotgun. You get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs. I think that's just a good thing to do every morning, especially on a weekend like this. Or, you know, if it's too late to order it for that, you'll have it by 4th of July. Jump on now. You know, get going during the summer. Another good habit to get in get in the uh, swing of this summer. All right. Athleticgreens.com slash shotgun. Should we do a little SGS golf advice? Yeah, let's do one or two. Let me find, I set aside five. Five? Four. Um, I'm just going through them. I got some good stories. Um, What do we have here? Let me find my place. Cocky Caddy from Ryan. This is kind of fun. I saw this headline. We met at Lulu. We met at Lulu last year in Philadelphia. This is a first for me. Hope you enjoy. I played an outing in a very well-known course in the Philadelphia area last week and had a very interesting caddy. I'm not trying to brag, but I'm a good player, played in college, etc. My caddy took a liking to my playing ability, and at any moment he got, he had to share that he was a good player as well. Truly a good player in his own right situation. After I played the front in a few under par, we are walking to 10 T-Box, and my caddy looks at me and says, you're my favorite person to caddy for, because it's like caddying for myself. <laughs> this is a Michael, was this Michael Block? Michael Block and Ripper Magoo. Uh, this statement surely caught me off guard, and I didn't know how to respond. As the round went on, he would mention how he would play certain shots that I played, or his low round at the club, things like that. At the conclusion of the round, he asked for my phone number uh, and said we should do it again sometime. Do what again? Him, Have you ever cat, s- Caddy, or, or play I don't around? know, but yeah, I guess. Like uh, It sounded like an outing. It's not like the guy's club. It's like Seems not where like he plays a, regularly. He wants to play with him. He wants to get him in a money Seems game. It's like he's thirsty. Yeah. It's like Michael Block asking for an interview. Um, have you ever experienced or heard of something like this before? Um, it's a little cocky. What do you do? Do you give him your number? I don't know. I guess. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't have a routine. You know, women have had to deal with this scourge for, you know, my, my wife, you know, people, to, all my wife's friends growing up in college. So they have to give out fake numbers, right? This is the problem. Do you give the guy a fake number? Well, I mean, this is a, this is a tough thing is, is, uh, you give out the number and, and that, I mean, I think it's, it's harmless. Like you're not. It's not like a situation where you're like Brooks Kepka giving somebody your number, right? You know, like the amount of deflection right. that you have to do is minimal, right. right? If you don't enjoy your time, give the guy a number. I, I guess this is, you know, give the guy a number and have have excuses ready to go for when he invites you out to play or something. I don't know. Do you want to play with him? Do you, if I would say, I mean, the guy sounds kind of like a D bag. Yeah. You remind me of myself. I mean, come on. I don't think I want to spend time with this person anymore. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Cocky caddy. That's a weird situation. I would give him your number and then just avoid him as well. Like once you go one more time, it's like you do one interview, all of a sudden now you're doing 30 loops with the guy in three days. You know, it's a lot. So you could sink his teeth into you. All right, another one. This is a fun story. No advice, but a story I have to give us, give the audience on Friday. A story that only shotgunners could enjoy. This is from Matt. I'm currently on vacation in Scotland visiting my wife's family in St. Andrews. As I am the only golfer in the family, I've been doing my best to sneak out when possible and play a single in the morning at different courses. A few weeks prior to the trip, I called the old course to inquire about the singles queue. 
told me since I'd be arriving. Yeah. So he can, he's going to fly in. He wants to soldier on. He's he going to go to the old yet. course pavilion and get in the queue. Upon arrival in Scotland early Friday afternoon, I immediately went to the old course to Scott where I would need to go later that night and arranged for a local cab driver to pick me up at 1.30 a.m. to get my spot in the queue ahead of the pavilion uh, at opening at 6. Dressed for an Arctic freeze, I jumped into the cab and was on my way. The ride began with me explaining my intention of heading to the old course to get a spot in the queue with the hopes of playing later on that day. However, something seemed to have been lost in translation. Abruptly, the ride came to a halt with the driver telling me I was now at St. Andrews. It was a dark, empty parking lot with what appeared yes, to be a pro Fairmont. shop. <laughs> Assuming the driver was correct, I hopped out and watched the driver speed off. I proceeded to walk over to a sign and turn on the flashlight on my phone to illuminate a sign that read, Fairmont St. Andrews. Yes! One <laughs> thirty in the morning, this cab driver took him out to the Fairmont in <laughs> St. Andrews. Local cab! Unbelievable story. Because I couldn't help but laugh. Uh, yeah. So good, good ending. I called the cab. He, he rushed back, got me the old course, third and queue, and played later that day. All's well that ends well. But Unbelievable. Andy, vindication for Andy's take. Further vindication from the front lines of Andy's take about... Uh, about the yeah, Fairmont. They shouldn't be able to use St. Andrews in their name. They got going. I think that people um, that said that this would never happen, that people would never, you know, have never accidentally booked tea times there thinking it was the old course, you know, that one's for you, you know? Uh, all right. This is a pretty good one. Uh, kind of a dilemma. I thought I get off ra- uh, work early, go to this guy. This is from Alex. I get off work early Thursday afternoon, get the green light from my wife to go at the range. My go-to range is 150 yards wide, has both mats and grass, attracts all kinds of golfers, from alignment stick guy to jeans and t-shirts. I go there because I can typically take my three-year-old son without any concern. Uh, I roll up, and the range is packed and windy. We're talking like a 20 to 25 mile per hour wind, mostly into your face, diagonal right to left. That's a notable detail. Diagonal right to left, 25 mile an hour wind. I was actually kind of jazzed on the conditions. My family's going to Scotland for the first time this summer and was looking forward to practicing, punch shots, et cetera. Find a spot between two guys with my 80-ball basket, take my first wedge, and immediately realized I send my dry, dusty divot into the guy next to me. I realize what I've done. Apologize and try to figure out what to do next. This is I a move tough, back a club tough situation. And, and hit another with the same yeah. result. Just did it right in the guy's do. mush right in the mouth. You got to pick up your balls What do you do move, from you here? Move. He goes, I elected to skip my typical routine, went straight to driver and hammered way too many drivers and three woods until the guy next to me finished, not getting the practice or enjoyment I wanted. That's tough. You got to move spots. You got to move spots. Well, he's saying it's a packed range. You got to wait. It was packed. I mean, this is a problem. Sometimes you just get unfavorable wind comp, uh, you know, situation. Conditions. Yeah, I'm lucky. I'm kind of a sweeper. I don't take that much, that many divots. But, um, you know, you get you get into that situation. It's just bad news. You could get. I always used to get there with wedges. And, you know, I don't think what you did was wrong. Maybe you could go to like long irons where you're not hacking up as big of one. I feel like you could work most of your bag. But, yeah, that's tough. That's really hard. It's a tough. It's a real dilemma. I mean, I feel bad for you. That's terrible. He was all excited. He's I like, we're going you, to Scotland. I, I got a 25 mile hour win. You wait. Yeah. Oh, practicing Find in the wind's spot. terrible. 
<laughs> he thought he was just gonna have fun with it. He said, "Hit some punch shots." I don't know. I hate practice. I think it's not real practice. There's nothing though. worse than a hard wind off your left. <laughs> All right, I think that does it for this Friday edition, the Michael Block edition of the Shotgun Start. We'll be back Monday. Thanks to Gooder Athletic Greens. Thanks to you for your continued support. Um, hey, is this the ultimate? Last- uh, like just general sports thing when a team speaks out like this is like when a team says like somebody's not that good and then they drop 50 on them michael block you know potentially had to dfl land here right after he said after he refuses to admit that rory mcelroy's a better player than him he did seem to yeah he, he seemed to be tempting the gods and walking right into this one i, I it's the baldo lie situation right Yes. I mean, what's nuts is who had who had more handle? What was it? Bet MGM was more ex- only more exposure to Scheffler and Spieth. And then Michael Block was third with like the volume of tickets. Unbelievable. He's not. I mean, what, what are we at for make missed cut right now? He's T114. Five he's, over. He's one shot out at last. Yeah, he's got Eric Van Royen and Henrik Norlander to thank for that at this moment as we record the other one real quick thing i've noticed being uh while we've been recording the only thing that can end up playing through it's not it's not somebody that has a chance to win the tournament on the 18th hole that doesn't end playing through the only thing that ends playing through early is a michael block approach shot wait they go back to full screen Hey, are they still do? Oh my God, they're really still just tracking him all the way in. Yeah, every shot. He's five over. He's five over. He's in a fairway bunker. He's got a, he's got a Hovland slash Con- Corey Connors potential situation <laughs> here. It looks pretty high lofted. Could get the lip. He's on fifteen. This could be a bad. Oh, he just popped it up and over. Oh. All right. Are you on the uh, green? Uh, my guess is Monday we will not be recounting the Sunday round of Michael Block, but best of luck for to him and his remaining whatever you know twenty two holes he has as as of this recording. Well, so remaining, All right. remaining, and his remaining seven starts sponsored exemption starts for the rest of the year. That's true. That's true. All right, enjoy your long weekends. We'll have a Monday episode, maybe Memorial Day, maybe, but uh, we'll talk to you then.